Hey, and welcome back to Calling Over Comfort. I'm your host, Francine Ivey. Calling Over Comfort is a place for Christians who are willing to get out of their comfort zone, make a difference in the world, not just keyboard junkies, but really making a difference by being a light in the world as Christ has called us to do as his followers, either through ministry or in the marketplace or like me through coaching. Each time you come here, you will be encouraged, you'll be empowered, and you will be challenged to step out and take action, get out of your comfort zone, and believe in who God created you to be, to really own it and to live it. It's my prayer that when you come here, something I say will instigate you to take action. Why? Because the world needs you. Today, we're going to be in part nine of the Kingdom Success Principles. If you haven't caught the others, I would really encourage you to do so. But today is probably going to be one of the most important ones because you can do everything else. And if you don't get this under control, you will never reach your full potential and truly make the difference in the world that I believe God's called you to make. So today, we're going to be talking a little bit about your mindset. And this is not that hooey-gooey stuff where you just think and attract and all the silly stuff the world teaches. This is a biblical base of where our mindset needs to be and knowing the God that we serve. So let's dig in. I'm not real sure, but I might need to warn you, I might get a little fired up on this one. I think this is the one that drives me the most crazy because I see so many people in the world with God gifts in their life, with the ability and talent and gifting to do incredible things, and not only the ability to do it, but I believe the God call in their life to do it. And They have everything they need except the right mindset. It's the one thing, you guys, that God leaves with us. And we have to choose every day to renew our mind. Now, we're not just renewing our mind to what we think. We shouldn't just renew our mind to our own desires or less, but renew our mind to who God says we are and what he's called us to do and what he says because of the Holy Spirit we are capable of doing. The Bible is clear. Nothing is impossible with God. So if you are already saying in your life right now, I don't think I can do this. I need you to stop. Stop saying it. Stop thinking it. I'm going to show you how. We're going to talk a little bit about mindset. So first of all, I need you to know that there is a progression of mindset. And if you can stop it or nip it in the bud, and I'm going to show you the scriptures, you can completely change the way you think and the way you actually get results in your life. So let's start. The first thing is something happens. There's a circumstance in your life. And you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision on what thoughts I'm going to have around that circumstance. The fact of the matter is there are facts, right? There, there's not really a feeling around it. There, there really isn't anything, but this is the fact, okay? But what you think about that circumstance, what you think about that fact, you can't change the fact, you can't change the circumstance, but you can change your thoughts around it. And that's what 
is hugely important because that's the start. Because once you have a thought about that circumstance, a belief, wow, I knew I'd fail. Wow, what are people are going to think it because I failed? What maybe I will fail. What if I fail, right? You hear it all the time or some, what if I succeed? Will I be able to do this? What will happen? All of these things, right? Thoughts. All of those are negative thoughts, right? So you take that thought and now all of a sudden what comes next? Feelings, our feelings. That's about the time that we begin to really notice that something's going on is when we start to get feelings, feelings of fear, fear of circumstances, fear of people. We begin to get um, overwhelmed. We begin to get um, stressed, all of those things. Our feelings then kick in. From our feelings comes a belief system. Now that's when it really becomes strong And we began to believe our feelings and our thoughts. And when we believe them, now something happens. Our actions then follow that. We begin to act on our beliefs and feelings and thoughts. And when we do that, we get results. Those results, if we started with the wrong thoughts, the wrong feelings, the wrong beliefs, and then our actions then line up with it, those results can be the wrong results. The results we're not wanting And it becomes evidence to ourselves, to our own brain, that our thoughts were correct in the first place. But the truth of the matter is, if we would start with the right thoughts, that all things are possible with God. And yes, this may be beyond my own talent and giftings at this point, but if God called me to it, he will absolutely equip me to do it, right? And if we get that thought, then our feelings are hopeful and expectant, and we're dreaming, and we're leaning into God, our beliefs beliefs then strengthen into that God's got my back and this is going to be fun and we're on a journey. My actions then become excited. I have a high amount of energy. I'm ready to get to work. New ideas start coming to me. And guess what? I get results, powerful results that change my ministry, my business, right? My, my, my um, entrepreneurial um, attitude changes. And guess what? I get evidence to the thoughts that I begin. I hope you're following me because this is huge. And if we can get control of our thoughts, the power of that is exponential. It multiplies. And that's the reason why there's so many scriptures about our mindset. And we're going to dig into them. But listen to me. This is huge. Now, next is, do you have a fixed mindset or do you have a growth mindset? A fixed mindset says old dogs can't learn new tricks, but I've got good news, you guys. You're not a dog. You are a human being created in the image of God. And if God's called you to do something, he will equip you to be able to grow into it. So don't have a fixed mindset that says, I can't do this. I've never been able to do this. If God's called you to it, I promise you, he will equip you or he will bring people to team up with you and to move forward. It is powerful. So five ways to know whether or not mindset is holding you back. Are you ready? You need to write these down. Do you find yourself with negative thoughts all the time? Do you find yourself 
responding neg- negatively. Now, some of us have a natural bent toward being negative in the beginning. As a matter of fact, our brain has a tendency to want to keep us safe and wants to keep us um, uh, from too much change. Like it, it wants to protect us. And so it ke- wants to keep us safe and it wants to keep us um, consistent. And those are not powerful. <laughs> those are not powerful situations or positions when it comes to uh, truly following God's plan. So the negativity does tend to kick in first. Now, it's what you do with that negative thought. Okay. You've got to decide or actually recognize this is a negative thought and stop it. So if you find yourself with a mindset that is negative, you need to start taking your thoughts captive, which we will talk about how to do that. Next is if you're constantly putting yourself down or the real subtle way that Satan loves to do this, the enemy loves to do this, is convincing you to play small because you fear others. I remember my daughter at one point because she's so smart and so incredible that, and, and being a pastor's kid, sometimes you find yourself trying to play small or trying to um, have this humility because you don't want to make other people feel bad about themselves. And a coach, she had hired, we had hired a coach for her. And um, that coach said, you don't diminish others. Your greatness, your abilities, your giftings do not diminish those around you. They should not affect others. And it was a huge breakthrough for her. And she was able to play big, play the way God told her to be, to start taking up space, to speak up, to raise her hand, to um, to uh, step up and stand up. So sometimes maybe you're not outwardly putting yourself down, but you are pulling yourself back because you're so scared of not looking humble as a Christian, that there's not enough humility in that. But God's called you to stand up, speak up, raise your hand, volunteer, step into your spot. You have to own the room in order to do what God's called you to do. Look at every disciple in the Bible. They stood up. They stood up and spoke up and you need to do the same. Do you have a fear of failure or some of you may have a fear of success? And really what that is, is a fear of fear. Success is really about a fear of change. You don't know what it's going to be like, but the truth of the matter is, is if God brings you success, he intended for it. He's way ahead of you. He will give you the equipment you need. If, if he gave you the equipping you need to get to the success, he'll give you the equipping you need to be able to handle the success. I promise you, God's always there. He's not leaving it up to you, okay? So, but if you have a fear of failure, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that if you are on this entrepreneurial journey, if you're on a journey with God right now, if you're stepping out and doing big, big things for the Lord that's way beyond you, you will fail. You will fail. It is a part of the journey. It is not, failure is not the opposite of success. It's a part of the journey. It's a part, it's a stepping stone to the to the to the success. You see, when I went to learn how to snow ski, the first thing they taught me what? was how to fall and how to get up from a fall. Why? Because they know that if I'm going to learn how to be, um, how to ski and how to ski well, that part of that was I was going to fall, right? 
It's the same thing with success. So go ahead and put that out of your mind. Yes, you're going to fall down. You are probably not going to do it all perfectly, but God has that and he's way ahead of you. If you're sitting there waiting on a miracle, you guys in action will never get you there. It will never get you there. You can't sit at the start line and end and and not take a first step. And ne- you'll never get to the finish line if you never leave the start line. You're not waiting on a miracle. God wants you to take action. Begin to take one step at a time. God will meet you there. It works every time. Moses had to step into the water over and over and over. If you read, if you truly read, it was faith, right? The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. You have to step out in faith. If God told you to do something, I promise you he'll be there. Step out and trust that he will be there. And then of course, the last is the fear of change. In order for new things to happen, change has to happen. So don't fear it. Welcome it. It is, it is a privilege to walk with God and to do the things he's called us to do. So let's talk about a couple of verses. Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I honestly believe that this needs to be daily. You need to wake up and set your mind, renew your mind. It may have to, if you have a busy day, you may have to do it several times a day. If you're in the middle of a change or or a shift in what you're doing, you may have to do that every minute during that moment. But it is your it is your responsibility to renew your mind. Philippians 4 8 says, finally, brothers, brethren, Um, whatsoever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So God is telling us that we have the power to choose what we concentrate on, what we focus on, what we meditate on. And he gives us a list in Philippians 4, 8 of the things that we are supposed to meditate on. Not the negativity, not what other people are saying, not what you're worried about what other people are thinking. I hear people tell me all the time, what do you think people are thinking? I don't know what people are thinking. I'm not in their brain. I'm not a psychic. It doesn't work like that. I, and really, honestly, I don't care what other people are thinking. I do everything for an audience of one. God called me to do it. That's the only one I care about what he's thinking, and he will make it very evident. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, present your request to God. And Pete and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So God says that if you will be anxious for nothing and in everything, bring prayer and request to God and do it with full thanksgiving for what he has already done in your life, that God will bring his peace and it will transcend all understanding in this world. And it will begin to guard what? Your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Colossians 3.2 tells us to set our minds on things of above, not on earthly things. What are you thinking about most of the time? And 1 Peter 1.3 says, Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Be controlled 
be self-controlled. Set your hope fully on the grace to be given when Jesus Christ is revealed. He says, prepare your minds for action. The Bible also tells us that we can take every thought captive, every thought captive. What does that mean? That means I am aware of my thoughts that I know um, that I can, I can actually, here it is, 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they are divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So if it doesn't line up with the truth and the word of God, if it doesn't line up to what God is saying about about you and about what God's called you to do, I don't care who that thought came from or if it's something that has been such a deep-seated belief in you for so long, I can't do this. I've never been good at this. Then you need to tell the tell the Holy Spirit to come and help you to recognize the thought And if you have to physically do this, I encourage you to do it. Take the thought, write it down, write down the thought, and I want you to burn it or tear it up. And I need you to tell the Lord, I repent of that thought. It does not line up with what you say and what your word says about me and who I am. And right now in Jesus name, I reject that thought. I take it captive and I cast it to the hell it came from. And that's how that's, I mean that. I mean that in all the strength that it sounded like. Every thought that does not line up with who God told you you are, what the word of God told you you are, and your calling, you need to get rid of it. And you're going to have to do that on an ongoing basis. You will have to, this is not lazy work. Mindset is not lazy work. It will take work. But you need to know you are a child of the most high God. This is what I tell myself all the time. I don't run with titles Only titles I run with is what you have told me. God, I am a blood-bought, born-again, spirit-led child of the Most High God. I walk with you. I'm empowered by you. I am called by you. And it doesn't matter what the world says. It doesn't matter what my friends say. It doesn't matter what my family says. I am who you say I am. I love you, Lord, and I say yes and amen to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Go do what God's called you to do. Overcome those mindsets that hold you back. Thank you for joining me. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. And if you haven't already, please drop us a review. It would mean so much to us. If you'd like to connect with me or with one of our awesome coaches, go to consumedcoaching.com and request a free coaching call. What a great time for you to um, for you to do this. It's the end of the year, the beginning of the year. What a great time to begin to set some goals in place and a free coaching call with a coach. We would love to hear your story, what God is doing in your life, and maybe help you set some steps in place for your next level. We would love that. Until next time, know I am here for your success and I am here cheering you on. Go out and be who God created you to be. Take action.
I wanted to take just a moment and tell you guys about a special program that I have if you already don't know about it. It's called Kingdom Coach HQ and this is for coaches. It's a support it's a support system, a membership, a library of resources. These are the people that I coach Um, Right now, I have four opportunities of coaching and community and meetings that we have. I'll have exclusive uh, retreats for these coaches. Um, It's just an incredible way if you are either starting or you are a coach. A lot of times we feel so alone and um, feel like, you know, can I, we have questions and you put them out in, in the, what my my son calls the metaverse and you get a hundred different answers. So what if you could be in a group of like-minded coaches, um, powerhouse coaches that, um, that cheer you on, like want you to succeed, don't see you as competition and you have resources at your fingertips and coaching with me, coaching with me where we can dig into what if you could do that for only $49 a month? Golly, that's a no brainer, you guys. So go to kingdomcoachhq.com, check out the details and join us. There's a 30 day free trial right there. 30 day free trial. Jump in, be a part of some of the group coaching, check out the resources, go check it out. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks.